every corner of the globe, the pursuit of education is a beacon of hope, breaking the chains of ignorance and propelling societies towards brighter and more equitable futures. It is an investment in human potential, empowering individuals to overcome challenges, contribute meaningfully to their communities, and build a foundation for lasting success. Hi, I'm Tej. And for those who are tuning in for the first time, I host Chizuba Talks. Chizuba Talks is a podcast series dedicated to sharing stories of incredible people with selfless dreams, spreading joy and hope. Today, I speak with Desiree Lee, founder of Happy Haitian Education, a nonprofit that serves the central plateau of Haiti by boosting human and educational resources through programs in English and computer literacy. They have roped in volunteers from Chizuba, an online volunteering platform, to support their initiative. More about that a little later. Welcome to Chizuba Talks, Desiree. Thank you for having me, Tej. I appreciate it. Desiree, what made you start this program and, uh, of course, what the programs are? Uh, why, when did the seed take? When did this... it's, it's quite a story. Uh, as you know, a lot, many nonprofits have that seed and that root. Ours started with the Catholic church that I attended with my family, who supported a sister parish in Basenzim, Haiti. And from there, we found a wonderful powerhouse of a person who is really trying to bring English edu education to Haiti. And he is the co-founder of Happy Haitian Education, Ernso Sylvain. Ah, all right. So you decided that uh, the people of Haiti needed to learn English and computer literacy, right? So these are the two areas that you found lacking exactly right so for example um you might have a job opportunity here well in any country where english is a very um, universal language and so because yes. haitian creole isn't as universal because um french isn't always known by the people of haiti um ernso sylvain wanted to bring english to provide a universal language and to uplift the communities. And so we started by educating our teachers and providing a curriculum. Um, and through that, we've been able to develop uh, these courses. And we have about 170 students this year uh, learning English. Lovely. And have you tailored the curriculum to meet the needs of uh, the students specifically, right? So I, please give us a brief about the background in Haiti and what uh, kind of education exists there. So um, usually uh, there are schools that, you know, children attend as usual um, up to a certain mm -hmm. point in time. Um, however, because of the economic turmoil, because of the gangs that rule the country right now to this day, um, because of everything going on in that area, uh, what happens a lot of times is the children or the students who are maybe in their teens 
cannot continue their education. So they Mm -hmm. leave school to help their family in need. So their education stops. So what we do is we try to come in as more of like a third party, um, a trade school to allow them to continue to jump back in where they've left off, wherever it is. Um, We serve ages um, that range all the way up until adult years. So if you're Mm -hmm. an adult and you missed out on your, you know, fifth grade education, we kind of fill those gaps. And so right now we provide, a majority of our students are 15 to 19 years old because of that gap. Very difficult stage of life where they are distracted and yet they are not even adults. So Mm -hmm. uh, is there a, a requirement for employment in terms of equipping them for being you know, productive, or is this a basic certification course that you're offering just to get them past that stage? Right. So with all of our, um, basically with our curriculum, we do have a, a test at the end uh, in order for them to graduate, in order for them to continue on and maybe offer their services as, you know, translators or... Um, a few of our students have graduated and um, come to the States to continue their education. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's very possible that they can continue working uh, in their home, uh, in their home country, or they can leave and be accepted into other universities and programs outside of their country. Right. So they need to have those basic skills that make them employable. Right. Uh, with, with with regards to the staff, the teachers, are these existing teachers that uh, you are training or you have additional staff uh, to, you know, conduct these programs? So right now, it's very interesting you ask that. We have eight teachers in Haiti. Mm-hmm. We also mm-hmm. have teachers um, currently in the United States that provide additional support. And that is primarily through our program called the Remote Readers Program, where our students can connect with other students in America. And so it's more of like a cultural exchange of communication. So um, usually we pair up with a French honor society. It makes communicating a little Uh, easier. And then they can speak English with one another. And from there, those teachers do provide additional homework or assignments for our students to learn by. And this is part of the program, part of the education that they are undergoing, or is it an extra class after school? It's an extra class after school. So it's ah, like extra, right. uh, extra credit. <laughs> mm, that's, that's wonderful. So I know uh, writing letters is outdated, but uh, do they exchange emails? Do they exchange uh, letters? Because that's the best way to learn, isn't it? Right. Uh, you're absolutely correct. And I ap- actually have interest from another school that might partner with us. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, what they've done in the past is write letters and scan them and then mm-hmm. send them digitally. So they do have, right. you know, it is a possibility yeah. that we might begin a pen pal digital situation um, yes, with yes. our school and other schools. But not yet. Wonderful. It hasn't and, yet. 
so this is only between the US and Haiti right now, but otherwise uh, across the world, do you have any plans to start that? Because I'm sure many people will be interested. I have talked to so many nonprofits on this podcast who are sort of doing what you are doing, uh, but they are looking for connections. So would you be interested in that? Absolutely. Yes. We'd love to connect with anybody who would like to share their love of English and communicate with our students. Uh, we work with um, Starlink now, so the Wi-Fi connection is a little better than it was before. Uh -huh. So I'm very um, happy about that because for a while, uh, you know, it, it could be discouraging if you were conversing like we are now over the computer, over the internet. That yeah. just doesn't do the job. So we would That's be happy to communicate right. with other countries as well. Wonderful. So there you are, people who are listening and watching to this uh, podcast episode. Please connect with Happy Haiti Education. Am I right? Am I right that you could just correct me if I'm Happy Haitian website. Education. Happy yeah. Haitian Education. Yes, yes. Please connect with them and they'd be happy to have pen pals and partnerships with uh, local students. Exactly. So uh, Desiree, do you also work with the local community? Do you work? Any program to succeed must take into account the local community, the parents, the teachers, the school system. So how do you involve them? What are the programs that you implement? So, you know, we, um, our director, Ernso Sylvain, is, uh, he has a few farms. And so, with that, we are building a chicken farm and, oh, okay. among other things, um, papaya, corn, things like that, where we can educate people who are farmers or who, who want to become farmers and to really boost their economic, um, you know, just not even the land that they use, but um, the way they run their business. So we're hoping to educate in the way of agriculture and the way of business. So that way we can boost the economy, not only in English literacy and computer literacy, but also agriculture mm. and entrepreneurship right. in a way that is self-sustainable because as we know, the country is not providing that for anyone right now. Mm -hmm. So I, I see a lot of challenges that you probably are facing. Could you tell us what they are and how are you planning to overcome them? What help would you require? So right now, um, we don't have a full computer lab to offer to our students. Our desks and our chairs sometimes fall apart. <laughs> it's been um, uh. three years now and that we've opened our school on, in Hinch. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautifully colored school. It's really bright and, and just it should make you happy just looking at it. <laughs> but we do have some wear and tear. Um, we use solar panel systems. Um, so that's another thing that we could always use an upgrade on. We have a generator. And we also provide um, one meal a day for our students that come and join our summer camp. And so we have a new stove propane tank that we use, or propane mm -hmm. stove that we use to cook um, meals and provide that for them. There's a variety of things, um, but I would say the most thing that we need help with is funding for our students to attend school right now because of the, mm -hmm. you know, the, 
the really terrible things that are happening there, the families cannot provide that out of everything else that they need to do. Yeah. So right now the best way to help would be maybe volunteer to become a remote reader with us and converse with our students on our platform. Or if you have an old device, an old phone, a tablet, or a computer, we would love to hold on to that until the next time we have a friend of ours or ourselves go to Haiti and, and share that. Yeah. I'm sure some help will come along. And there are so many people who want to help, but they do, really don't know where to go, how to proceed. So I feel uh, through this podcast, I will appeal to people who are able to help in the way that Desiree asked. Uh, if you can, go ahead and help. Now, this is one thing, you know, Desiree, with education, providing literacy, providing teachers, staff, and, you know, involving the community. Do you, I mean, you say just three years now. Mm -hmm. um, do you have any sort of metrics that uh, you have used to measure success? Do you think that your program is making a difference? And if so, uh, how? So um, we've had quite a few students over the past three years. The numbers have dropped this year because of the economic turmoil and everything else going on, like I said. But the students that come to our class and graduate um, we've had a handful, and like I mentioned earlier, <clears throat> they're able to either work within our school, um, graduate and become teachers to teach the curriculum that they've learned. They're able to provide um, translation services or other things uh, in the area that they live, whether it's outside of Hinch or beyond. And a lot of our students have graduated and attended universities overseas, which, of course, we adore because... Speaks for itself. It yes. does, right. Mm -hmm. right. And uh, Desiree, what are your plans for the future? Yes, you would need funding. Yes, you would want to expand. Yes, you want to involve more students. But is there a, a tracking system or is there a vision that you, you know, see for your... So for our schooling... We really want to change the local community mm -hmm. and offer a computer lab. So not only a computer lab in our school, but <clears throat> a computer lab that the local community can attend in itself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. So, well, I wish you all the very best. I wish you all the very best for that. And, uh, Education is something that is an investment, is something that uh, people who are able to offer must offer. And by investing in education, you have invested in the promise of a brighter tomorrow for all the individuals in Haiti. I wish you success and may you continue to stand as a catalyst for learning and use it to break change and bridge divides. Wish you success, Desiree. Thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you, Des. Here is looking forward to a world where every mind is nurtured 
and every heart is ignited with the flame of knowledge. To all of you listening, do what you can. The rest will follow.